Hi, I'm Dayton Mayor Jeff Mims, and welcome to another edition of In the Spotlight with Mayor Jeff Mims. You know, it's uh, a real pleasure to have uh, so many special guests here today. And I'm going to start with the person who is most excited right here to my right, Ms. Valetta Jenkins. Well, thank you, Mayor Mims, for right. allowing me to be on your show uh, for the second time. First okay. time I was here, you were the commissioner. Now you're the mayor. Okay. All right. <laughs> and uh, when I spoke with you a couple years ago, I told you about uh, my organization's uh, mission to uh, serve youth in Dayton and Liberia, Africa, countries connecting through education and relationships. So I am Valida Jenkins, of course, and I am the founder and CEO of Library for Africa. And um, yeah, I'm excited to tell you about our trip that we had can, <laughs> this year. We're going to let it get all out. Okay? We're going to get it all out and how the people can help the Library for Africa organization. So I'll be able to share that with you as well. Okay, this beautiful young lady to your right. Uh, okay. My name is Brooke Gates. I'm the Youth Ambassador for Library for Africa. Okay. All right. That's it? That's all you got to say? Yeah. Just hanging in there. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here. Thank okay. you. Right. Exciting times. Uh, my name is Thomas uh, Siafa. Okay. And I work for the Great Dillon Premier Management as a safety and compliance manager. And I'm also uh, a chair for the Dayton Morovia Sister City Com Committee. And also a board member for Library for Africa. Okay. And again, I just want to take this time to thank you also for giving the opportunity to be part of this program today. Okay. No, very yeah. special. Appreciate this. And because I want to hear you guys talk about the trip too as well. Right. That's a real big part of my agenda. So. Okay. And uh, you have another special guest here, uh, our that's treasurer from Montgomery it. County. That's it. Thank yes. you, Mayor. I'm John McManus, Montgomery okay. County Treasurer. And thank you for the opportunity today. And uh, thanks for uh, doing the show and, and getting the message out to everybody in the city of Dayton on all the, the great things that are happening in the city. Okay. Thank you, Mayor. Uh, thank you for your support as well. And then last, um, way back, I've known this gentleman when both of us had more hair. Okay, uh, he's, he's my Quite commissioner uh, for the city of Dayton, uh, Mr. Matt Joseph. Thank you, Mayor. I appreciate it. Uh, like you say, I'm Matt Joseph. I'm Dayton City Commissioner. been proud to serve with you for a long time now. And I also sat on our, our Dayton Sister Cities Committee for a long time, mm -hmm. and uh, that, that's the role that I'm, I'm, I'm serving here. Okay, all right. So we all talk about a lot about reading, and uh, not just here in the United States, but other places, other countries, that uh, do not have some of the luxuries that we have as far as young people sometimes wanting to read. Uh, we struggle sometimes getting uh, more of our young people to understand the strong connection between reading and, and learning and one that you learn how to read, and then you read to learn. And those are your basic processes as far as education is concerned. But you've taken it to another level. And so go back through your background for a bit, and just so let us know what brought you to the point where you felt it was important not just to teach uh, young people here in the city of Dayton, but also to take your talent, your skill, and your passion to countries across many waters. <laughs> yes, ma'am, I want to hear that. Okay, well, it is a pretty interesting story, and still to this day is even interesting to me, and I get goosebumps just thinking about the possibility of countries connecting okay. through education and relationships, and that is exactly what Library for Africa is doing now. Back in 2019, when I ended teaching, um, a student was in my class, and he told me that a library did not exist in this country, and I said, you know, that makes no sense. A library does not exist in an entire country, and that country was Liberia, Africa. So I eventually ended up resigning from teaching and founded the Library for Africa organization. And fast forward, 
Um, now we're planning to build the first public library in Liberia, Africa, Monrovia, and uh, Dayton, uh, Ohio, and the Dayton Sister City Committee and the community, and of course you, Mayor Mims, and all the community leaders. I appreciate all the support that you guys have given us to help this make this initiative okay. uh, possible to build the first public library in Liberia, Africa. Okay. And I was in Liberia this year, and I'm going back next year, so hopefully you okay. can join us. We're going to try. Because okay. I want to talk about that trip, because I know uh, you guys had a lot of fun over there. I we saw a lot, lot, of, of lot, of, lot of great trips. <laughs> yes, we did. Okay? I see Tom's laughing up hard over here. Yeah. So, Tom, let's, let, let's, uh, let's hear from you for a bit. Uh, so, how was that experience? And, of course, I know that's your home country, but talk about that for a bit in terms of the excitement with being there with people from the United States who are welcoming you and or being welcomed by you and trying to help address the issue with increasing reading opportunities for young people. Well, uh, thank you, Mayor. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a great opportunity. First of all, my connection with Library for Africa, when I got called by Ms. Jenkins, she wanted for the meet uh, at Panera Bread, me and my wife, for the girl to tell me what her plan is for Liberia. In 2019. Yeah, 2019. And we met and we talked. And I, I, I get very excited because I know that Education is power. Wisdom, mm -hmm. knowledge is power. And by being in the United States for 34 years, born and raised in Liberia, I see many differences between the students here and the students over there. Mm -hmm. And we kind of connected that with the CCC organization, how can we even do better with Library for Africa? So we were able to have a gala for the first time at Sinclair Community College. We were involved, and you were involved. And we planned a trip to Liberia to get to see, because I keep telling Ms. Jenkins, I said, you need to come to Liberia. But there was a little fear in Ms. Jenkins because she hasn't traveled yet out of this country to go anywhere. <laughs> so she was a little bit hesitant. I said, come with me. It happened that she came with me, and uh, Treasurer John Madmana also came with me, and other, others came. So it was very interesting. Uh, Liberian people can appreciate it, as I always tell everybody in America, uh, Liberian love strangers. Mm -hmm. So they were warmly welcomed, they were well treated, and I can't say I protected them, but I was there to make sure everything <laughs> yeah. go well. He did. But <laughs> God, you know, God was first <laughs> to make sure everything go well. So everything went well, and we did business, and we also had a little fun together. Mm -hmm. And I actually took them to the beach two different times. Uh, wow, is this Liberia? I said, yeah, this is Liberia. Mm -hmm. So I, I know John said to me, you know, he said, Tomo, this reminds me about Friday. I said, okay. Mm -hmm. I'm I hope when we go out of date, so you can spread the news, mm -hmm. you know, so that our people can be free to come to Liberia. So, Mayor, for me, uh, working with Liberia for Africa and in collaboration also with the CSA committee, my goal and my focus is educating young people as we are doing here to also educate young people in Liberia, that in the future, we can even train uh, Liberians, you know, either in Liberia or in the United States, or we can do student exchange program to, to bring them here to get experience, come up with a project, that can be able to implement that in Liberia. Mm -hmm. Because leadership is very important. Leadership and the right leaders being in the right place at the same time is very important. So, Ms. Jenkins and I working together the young people of Liberia, 
they are, you know, deeply in our heart because they are the future of that country. And that's why I'm so happy about Labour for Africa being in Liberia today. So yep. I will be working with them, continue to be involved with them, and do what I have to do yep. with the people on the ground. Yeah. Well, I, I love the aspect of you talking about the young people being our future. Right. Uh, the aspect of, of being the education, um, of course, um, I call myself an educational master, if right. you will. Mm -hmm. yeah. But being a mayor in terms of a city education, uh, we have done a whole lot of work with our young people right. in terms of creating more and more partnerships with the school system. And last year, having the first um, uh, summit from youth, we had 300 kids. And then again, we had 300 kids this year. So the first year we only planned for 160, right. and but we had 300. <laughs> so that, that was interesting. So this year we yeah, you know, yeah, a lot of young people have my cell number, and they said, well, you know, our mayor members, uh, they called that they did not get picked by their teacher or by the principal, and they wanted to know could they still come. I said, yeah, I tell you, principal, call me, you, you still come. Right. So anyway, we wind up with 300 kids. So this year we planned for 300. So it was great, but the the, the slogan that I use a lot, uh, simple is that uh, right now our youth uh, represent 20% uh, of our po current population, but they represent 100% of our future. Right. And so the aspect of moving them, uh, not just here in, in, in the city of Dayton in the United States, but you guys taking your, um, your skills, your talents, and your passion to another country is, is very special for me. Yeah. Uh, so I know um, uh, Commissioner Joseph has been doing this stuff for a long time. The longest serving commissioner in the city of Dayton, okay? Yeah. Uh, the aspect of working with our sister cities, uh, talk about those experiences because you do just such a great job in terms of interacting with uh, young people and those who represent other countries. Yep. Thank you, Mayor. That's, that's very kind. Mm -hmm. uh, yep, I've been doing this a long time. Yeah. You're right. Uh, and I'm really excited about the possibilities of uh, sort of deepening our relationship with, mm -hmm. with Liberia, with Monrovia, our sister city. Mm -hmm. It's been the sister city that we've had, we haven't had as much success having exchanges, having discussions, having programs with, as we have with other sister cities. Over the last few years, through Thomas's work and others, it's really stepped up. Um, and I, I really appreciate that because it's one of the sister cities we need to pay more attention to, not less. Mm -hmm. So this program is really exciting. Um, and I will say just a little bit too about the, the point of sister cities. Our, our sister cities organization exists to promote person-to-person -person diplomacy, which means right. uh, you want to get to know somebody, uh, we want to encourage people to, to speak with them, to do programs with them, to break bread with them, to walk with them, uh, to, to have discussions with them, to get to know somebody from a different country, from our sister city, mm -hmm. uh, in hopes that it'll reduce wars and conflicts by increasing understanding, the, the understanding that we're all people. Right. So mm -hmm. uh, this program uh, is, is a really great thing. The fact that we're, we're helping folks to, to get a library the, folk, the fact that we're conversing with folks and working with people, uh, bringing people there to go over here to go over there and vice versa, um, it really is in line with what Sister City tries to do. And really with our goal as a city, as leaders of the mm -hmm. city, uh, we're, we're all about encouraging those conversations, encouraging understanding as a way to move everybody forward together. So mm -hmm. I, I really I support this very strongly, Mayor. Yeah. Right. And I'll go to my uh, former school board person and, yes. and now treasurer for the... Uh, Montgomery County uh, here in Ohio, here in the Dayton area. What does this mean to you? Uh, when you look at the uh, aspect of uh, helping uh, young people in other countries, mm -hmm. I know again, you spent a good four years working on the school board with uh, Dayton Public Schools and made uh, some significant contributions in that space. 
And so then you said you wanted to move on and do something <laughs> for more people, okay? I uh, certainly yeah. appreciate that, because you know, we all try to do those things. Thank you, ma'am. What was it like for you to travel uh, overseas with the group? It, thank you, Mayor, and thank you again for this, for this program and getting yeah. the word out about all the great things happening in Dayton. It was an incredible experience, okay. uh, it, and it was a tremendous honor. And I'll tell you why, and I know both you and Commissioner Joseph will understand this well, but one of the best parts about being an elected official is the opportunity to, to lift up and encourage constituents in your community who are doing incredible things. Mm -hmm. And so between Thomas and Valida, the work they're doing, not only to improve the lives of people here in this country, but to build relationships on an international level and improve the lives of kids and families on an entirely different continent. To be asked to join them and to watch them at work was, uh, was mind-blowing and it was humbling okay. and it was a magical experience. You know, I, I had never been anywhere on the African continent and so uh, as soon as we landed, it was, um, it really was, it was life-changing. Mm -hmm. And seeing how so many people, you know, on this planet live um, and, you know, one thing I, I walked away with uh, were two things especially. Number one, the incredibly warm welcome, as Thomas mentioned, from mm -hmm. folks there. You know, they want help, they want assistance, and, and they love seeing folks travel across the world to, to be there to do that. And number two was that, you know, sometimes here in this country we have a lot of resources, and to make a real difference sometimes takes a lot. It takes mm -hmm. a lot of time, it takes a lot of energy. In a, in a place on the globe that is under-resourced, uh, like Liberia, a little bit of effort can go such a long way. And so yeah. anybody, no matter their financial circumstances, no matter their, their, their place in society, no matter their, their limitations, they can make a difference for, for so many human beings on this planet, even though they may not be right next to them. They may be an okay. entire world away. And so, uh, you know, and not to mention, as you mentioned, Mayor, both of us having been um, on the Dayton School Board, you know, we, um, it was drilled into us the value of um, early childhood learning and development. Right. And <laughs> sometimes you sit down and you think, you know, gosh, us human beings, we're not just residents of the same city or the same county. We're residents of the same world. And isn't it great that you can travel across the world I like that. to help kids and families do something great. Yeah. So it was an honor. Mm -hmm. And so I want to thank these two great members of our community for giving of their, their time and their talent uh, mm -hmm. to, to help further some wonderful causes. Okay. Thank you, Mayor. Okay. So the excitement that you felt <laughs> yes. okay, was yes. tremendous. What about the excitement that was displayed by so many of the people there in the country? Uh, in, that you saw. Incredible. incredible. I, I mean, entire, one, the, the trip that, that really hit me the hardest um, was a school full of kids. And these kids didn't have a book on their shelves. And the, the school building, we're nice to use, we're nice, we're used to nice school buildings here in this country. Their, their schoolhouse, dirt floors, their roof was being held up by literal tree branches. Mm -hmm. But these kids were so excited to see people there with big smiles on their face. Mm -hmm. They were so hungry to learn, and their teachers were so encouraged by this, by this international cooperation between citizens of different countries. Uh, the, the, the excitement was unlike anything I've ever seen. The entire okay. school ran out to meet our van. 
and and it was and these kids god bless them you know they 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 don't have a lot in terms of material resources um but they have so much in terms of emotion and hope and drive Mm -hmm. and they just need some help they need some assistance and so that that was palpable and it meant a lot i will never forget my experience there ever okay ever so so i know um there are several things on your on your plate that you have to talk about. You got so much excitement going. Hey, I'm excited right I know, now. I, just, <laughs> I have so many things running around in my head. Okay. I just uh-huh. cross them off okay. of my head. So uh, I want to get this out very quickly. Okay. Um, when we were in Liberia, when we when we got into the airport, it was on. It was like for me, it was like, oh, I'm home. Just something came over me. Like okay. I read about Africa. I've, I've taught myself about Africa, I teach my daughter about African culture, but to actually be there. And from the moment that we were there, from the beginning to end, we were treated with great love and care. Mm-hmm. Okay. I almost didn't want to leave, but I had to come back home. Right? <laughs> yeah. But uh, so, um, John and the delegation, when we visited this school, and this is what sticks with me, okay. it's the children, right? I visited, we visited the school, had a tour of the school, and you know, sticks for tin roofs, no windows, dirt floors, you know, we're not used to that. And I walked around and I said, well, something's missing here, the books. Okay. I didn't see one book in sight. I said, this is, this is, this is not right. And so I asked, well, where are the books? The children, they said, well, the teachers have a little small set of books and they, they write all the lessons on a blackboard with chalk. And I held chalk, I'm like, I haven't held chalk in so long. And then if the students can afford a composition book to copy the notes, and that's how they get their lesson. And so after the tour, when I got a chance to meet the students, I told them this. I said, look, this edifice may not look appropriate because that's not what we're used to, but that's okay. I said, but it's not the building that's gonna change your life. It's what we're gonna do together, collectively, countries connecting. When you get that book in your hand and that opportunity for education, that's gonna be the game changer, so don't worry about how this looks. Okay. And then when we were about to leave, they all crowded around us in the group, and a little girl grabbed my hand. May I grab your hand, Mary? You sure can. (laughs) The little girl grabbed my hand, and she looked up at me, and she said, ma'am, are you gonna ask the people in America to help us? Oh. That's heavy. That's, that's deep. That's deep? It, it is, yeah. And I said, yes, I am. So I'm asking the people to help. <laughs> okay. And we'll make sure before we um, terminate the show, give you a chance to say a couple things. Yeah. And let us know how we can help. Oh, I will let okay. you know I'm how sure. you can help. I'm sure. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Don't tell them, let them know. <laughs> I mean, I know what's happening. We do appreciate it. Okay. okay. So, so, Brooke, uh, you hear all this excitement coming from the adults. Uh, as yeah. a young person, how does that feel uh, to you to see uh, adults, that many that you don't even know, have never met? Uh, how does it make you feel as a young person uh, thinking about your future, thinking about how uh, life potentially can be for you as you move from youthhood to adulthood? Well, I know that going on education is really important and seeing everybody so excited, all the adults. Um, yeah makes me feel hopeful knowing that a community can come together for a good cause. So yeah. 
Okay. All right. You probably should say that again for the adults out there who are watching. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> With that smile. Well, I would like to ask my. I would like to say my daughter's a little bit soft-spoken, but she yeah. she listens. Yes. But she's not going to say very much. Okay. And I just want to personally thank my daughter. You know, she's with me everywhere I go, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> you see me, you see yeah. her, basically. Okay. And I want to thank her for all the hard work that she has done from the very beginning when it was just an idea in my head. Yeah. And she still sticks with me to this day because she said, that's not right. I'm sitting in. Well, why don't you say what you said? You know, you have opportunities at your school at Northmont, and then they don't have it. That didn't settle well with her. Okay. Talk, can she speak about that a little yes, bit? Yes, sure can. So bit. when I saw pictures of the school, they didn't have a book, but... I see the vision for her business, and I know that um, the kids in Africa can have an access to books the same way that we do in America. Okay. And they should have that opportunity. They should have that opportunity. Yeah, should have the opportunity. Yeah. Uh, special. So as we go forward, again, uh, I know that moved to this side of the room. Uh, Thomas, so when you saw these people, again, uh, some of which now are friends, clearly, but coming to uh, your country for the first time, how did it make you feel? I was excited okay. because for one fact is that there are many of us in this country from Liberia. And because of our relationship with Liberia and America, which is another long story by itself, there are many of us are coming to this country and forgotten where we are coming from. Mm -hmm. But I have tried by all means not to forget my origin. So having people to join me here to be able to go there with me and putting their trust in me that they will be okay. And they went there, they were not disappointed. I was excited. And I'm really looking forward even to taking more. As I was telling the commissioner this morning, you know, the ordinary is holding me back a little bit for doing more with the data community is only my, you know, full-time job right now. But I'm getting close to that retirement. When that time comes, once I step out, this is why I'm going to do more. Because I want young people to come here to experience this also. And I want young people to come from here to go over there and experience that also. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes, by you watching TV, either here or there, we get missed messages sometimes. Right. Misunderstanding <clears throat> sometimes. When you can feel it and you can see it, you get a better taste of it. And that's what I'm really looking forward to. And I'm happy that we are all working together with Library for Africa. It's just an addition to the Sister City organization. But as I told Ms. Jenkins before, Library for Africa, you might look at it small right now, but it's a big organization. Because Africa is a continent. Today is Liberia, but it might be other country tomorrow. So I am here to all the work with Ms. Jenkins, with my experience, if you're living in Africa, going to different African countries to where we are, wherever she goes. Okay. Liberia just the place to begin. So I'm really excited about the, the work. And I really, really appreciate you, Mayor, and Commissioner Joseph. Sometimes I go places, you know, I call Commissioner Joseph actually the international commissioner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I've, I've been knowing Commissioner Joseph from the time he was working with UD, with Dr. Heshna, when they were working on the peace occur right. in Dayton here for Bosnia. That's the first time I knew him. He was the secretary for Dr. Heshna. Mm -hmm. And I was the chairperson, actually a president, for mm -hmm. the Dayton Area Library Association. So we have come a long way. 
I've been watching, I've been listening, you know, so it's time to get to work. Mm -hmm. I really appreciate it. Okay. Yeah. You know, one of the challenges that we have <clears throat> here in, in Dayton, but I think every place, is the aspect of um, the teaching of, of history right. in terms of individuals. Um, uh, I think the big issue, I think, in terms of the state, how they have um, reduced the teaching of civics and in some cases even government. Right. Um, and you have uh, young people growing up moving from youthhood to adulthood who do not have a strong grasp if you will, on yes. things that happened, you know, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, or 50 years ago, not just in our country, but in other countries, again, uh, across the world. And not having that information is, is challenging for us to look at how we try to go forward. Because if you don't know where you've been, it's hard to map a, a pathway to go forward because you're destined to make so many of the same mistakes that others have made uh, as, as they've tried to travel through situations that were challenging and difficult and, and the like. Uh, and I know, Commissioner, you're doing um, a lot of work again with uh, sister cities and individuals and from other countries. Uh, what are some of your thoughts uh, relative to the historical perspective of how different countries get along and how they don't get along? What happened to them uh, uh, in past years? Mm -hmm. And you know, I, I tell the story a lot about when I was in high school and uh, going through a French class, which I did not want to be in French class. Okay. <laughs> but right, I, I was there, okay? And so I'm playing on the little uh, headsets and microphones, pretending like I'm an air traffic controller, you know, and, and doing all those kind of funny things. And the teacher would listen to us as we talked. But what I did not know, the value that I was gaining by being in French class until I got to Vietnam. And when I got to Vietnam, uh, being able to communicate more easily uh, uh, than others because the French had occupied Vietnam for 10 years prior to my being there. Right. And so speaking broken, I call it broken French at the time because I didn't remember everything clearly, but broken French, broken English, and broken Vietnamese was, was beneficial for me. But to go back forward from a historical perspective, Commissioner, um, mm -hmm. How important is it to people to understand what wars happened, who was responsible, who they thought was responsible, and how they put themselves in a better position to move forward? That's a great question. One we could probably spend an entire show talking about, yeah, right? Yeah, probably so. Uh, was it, I think it was Faulkner, and if it's not, I apologize, who said uh, the, the past isn't prologue, it's not even past, meaning that the past lives with us today. Mm -hmm. So the French who are in Vietnam left French language there, and I'd be willing to wager there's plenty of French still spoken there today, 50, yep. 60 years later. Mm -hmm. um, so the fact that uh, we sent uh, freed slaves to Liberia to mm -hmm. set up a, a colony and a settlement uh, is reverberating here 150 years later. And the fact that we have a relationship with them and really feel a little bit of responsibility for trying to improve the life in Liberia. Um, in, in our own town, uh, 28 years ago today, the Dayton Peace Accords was signed that ended the war in Bosnia-Herzegovina. And that reverberates this day with our sister cities, even in my own family, as you know, uh, I married into that, that, that area. Um, so the history is never really dies, it just moves ahead. And the way that we can take advantage of it, the way that we, we use that to our benefit is in knowing the history, uh, we can communicate with people, we can target who we talk to and who we communicate with and who we cooperate with to bring better relationships between countries, between people, 
into the future and more peace and more harmony and more prosperity. And I think that what we're talking about here is another very good example of that. And I, I really, I'm, I'm very excited about the possibilities of this. Mm -hmm. uh, I want you to talk about what you need um, to make sure we get that in. We got, we got, we got about a minute left. Okay, well, okay, well, okay. So, <laughs> well, the yeah, goal, get started. The goal is to get a public, the first public library built in Liberia, Africa. I went there personally. I saw the need. Please go to the Library for Africa website, www.libraryforafrica.org. Help us make a donation. When I go to Liberia uh, next year, I want to go with a check. <laughs> for $350,000 in my hand. <laughs> mm -hmm. yes. okay. And my daughter's going with us. Okay. All right. So, so make sure you are, 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 are guided by the information. Give that website again. www.libraryforafrica.org. Libraryforafrica.org. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I was sharing just a few minutes uh, ago about uh, Commissioner Joseph and I had an opportunity to talk to the Hiska Turks. There are a lot of things that I did not know that they shared with us in terms of how, even as they had some of the young people who were going off the war to fight, uh, when they were gone, there were individuals who were taking their families and moving them to destinations unknown. In some cases, they were uh, uh, shooting them, killing them, etc. But uh, that's another story for another time. <laughs> but I do want to say, hey, thank you so much for watching uh, this show. Uh, welcome for being into another edition or watching another edition of In the Spotlight with Mary Mims. And my guests up here, I'll say smile and hello and hi. <laughs> and hi. Okay. But thank you so much. Really appreciate you.